Hello and welcome to Rams Revealed. I'm your host, JB Long. And if you were to make a list of the training camp standouts so far, today's guest would be at or near the top. Since he was a sixth round draft pick, 199th overall in fact, the buzz around the NFL is that the Rams have landed one of the great steals of the class of 2020. Now that's all a bit premature since there are still weeks before Jordan Fuller makes his professional debut. Nonetheless, we're so excited to welcome the former Ohio State Buckeye to Rams Revealed to learn more about his journey to the NFL and hopes for his rookie season. Well, Jordan, thanks so much for joining us. And whether it's Sean McVay or Joe Barry, Brandon Staley, Micah Kaiser, we've spoken to recently, everyone has singled you out as having a great start to training camp. How encouraging is that to hear as a rookie? I mean, that means a lot just coming from those types of people. They're very respected voices in our building. So um, getting the respect of my teammates and coaches is the number one thing I wanted to do when I came here. So uh, I got a good start, but definitely got to keep improving, keep keep working. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it means a lot for sure. So that's a natural follow-up. I mean, relative to what they've said about you so far, how do you feel you've performed relative to your standards? Uh, I feel like I've been playing well. Um, most of all, I'm having fun uh, just being around the guys and playing some ball again. It's been a while because my last game was, I think, late December or something like that. So it's been a minute. But, but yeah, just having fun playing playing ball, interacting with the guys, the coaches, all that kind of stuff. Uh, um, I've been playing well, too. So it's been cool. So your early opportunities have been enhanced a bit because of the absence of Taylor Rapp. When you learned he was going to have some time at the outset of training camp, did you think, hey, here's a perfect chance for me to make a big first impression? Uh, I was kind of approaching the situation like that anyway. But, um, I mean, I probably got a little more more time on the field because Taylor has been out. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it had changed my approach at all. Mm -hmm. You did have a handful of uh, picks and interceptions in the first portion of camp. And the secondary in general really seems to be ball hawking. So my broadcast partner, Maurice Jones-Drew, made this observation watching practice the other day, and I wanted to run it past you. He said, I wonder if Fuller and Burgess and Darius Williams, guys, he's played a seven-on-seven seven growing up because his he was you know, like, and don't drop many opportunities as defensive backs. I know you played offense in high school, but was seven on seven also part of your background? Um, I mean, a part of my high school, usually around June, like towards the end of our school year, we would start playing some seven on seven, but um, I wouldn't call myself a big like seven on seven tournament guy uh, like that. But, um, but yeah, I played a little bit of seven on seven, but I think a little bit of my offensive background and, uh, just trying to do some ball drills at Ohio State and all that kind of helped me specifically. Yeah. And when you are the state player of the year, you reference your high school days there. When you're first team, all Big Ten on the nation's leading pass defense. When you're a three-year starter at the Ohio State University, I think you're pretty certain there aren't 198 members of your draft class who are better football players than you are. How did it feel to fall to the sixth round in April? Uh, I mean, it it didn't feel too good, but uh, I don't know. I kind of just just use it as motivation, and uh, it's always in the back of my head, just uh, just knowing that I was 199, uh, had all those players picked before me. But 
at the end of the day, I'm blessed. Um, I'm out here in LA, got a ton of family out here. So, I mean, the transition has been easy. Uh, so, I mean, it's really a, really just a blessing to be here, to be honest. Yeah, it seems like it was meant to happen that way. As you look back on it, what do you think it was? Do you think it was like your 40 time at the combine? Or, I mean, you, you seem to check all the boxes. I mean, it might have been my 40 maybe, but uh, I mean, I think I'm showing that I'm faster than that now. So, um, so yeah, I'm doing what I can. Yeah, four six seven doesn't represent your football speed, I'm guessing, in your estimation. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> well, I know, Jordan, that one of the reasons the Rams did draft you and we're so excited to bring you to Los Angeles is because of your character and football leadership ability. In fact, the scout who took the lead on your evaluation, Brian Hill, put this stamp, he said, on, on his report. And Les Snead, the general manager, told me that Hill's only given this grade to five, six, maybe seven players in all of his years. And they've all become good pros. So they knew that you were a personality they wanted in their locker room. Have you heard that story? And what does it mean to you to hear something like that? Well, I, I haven't heard that story, but uh, that, that really means a lot. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that prior to you just telling me that just right now, but um, I guess it's just a testament to how people talk to me and how talk about me and how people view me. But uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't mean nothing unless I go do it now. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's high praise and I don't take that lightly. Well, for sure. And I wonder if you might be able to kind of help us put our finger on what is it about you besides what you do between the lines that the Buckeyes, the Rams might appreciate about you? Uh, honestly, I, just, I would just say I just care a lot. I care a lot about my teammates. I care a lot about what I do and I take this stuff seriously. So um, I would say when it when things get hard, you're somebody I can rely on. Um, somebody, I'm somebody you can lean on um, from a teammate standpoint and, and from a coach to player, you know I'm going to be in the right spot at the right time. Um, I'm not a huge rah-rah guy, but I will say something when it needs to be said. But, but most of all, I'm just a supportive teammate and um, do what needs to get done, most of all. I'm glad you said not a rah-rah guy because I was wondering after being like a two-time team captain in Columbus, now you're thrown in sometimes with the ones, with the Rams. Is it your inclination to be vocal and take charge in training camp where you would have called a player, or do you have to check those instincts as a bit, you know, a bit as a rookie, almost like you're a freshman in college again and defer to the older guys? Uh, I'm, I'm deferring for sure. Uh, Cause I know, I don't know everything. So I'm just trying to soak up all the knowledge I can and uh, just focus on my job. Like I, there, there's this playbook way bigger than mine at Ohio state. So uh just trying to get a hang on that and focus on what I'm doing. And then once I get that down, then I'll try to, uh, but right now I'm just focused on doing what I do and listening to the older guys, really. Well, we're confident in your ability to pick up the playbook because you're a three-time academic All-American and a finalist for the Campbell Trophy, which goes to the nation's top scholar athlete. I wonder what would you want to do professionally, if not for football, or maybe after your football playing career? Um... See, I've been asked that question so many times, and I don't really know. I I, I know I'm really passionate about helping people, so um, mm -hmm. a way I could do that would uh would be ideal. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not too sure, but 
Uh, I also have passions in uh, music a little bit, just from my uh, family's background and all that. But I don't know if I would want to actually mm -hmm. do that as a job. But I don't know. I, I like helping people. That's that's my most um, most important thing in life. So something that has that to do with it. You know, one level in front of you on that Rams defense, Micah Kaiser actually won that Campbell Trophy that I referenced when he was at Virginia. I wonder, should we get a should we get a little game of uh, Jeopardy or something together for the two of you, like square off in chess? <laughs> we might need to. We might need to set uh, that up. What subject or trivia category do you think you would dominate? Let me see. I'll say just random facts, probably. Maybe like animals. I used to watch Animal Planet a lot growing up, so probably like animals. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if we had you and Micah, and it's like Animal Planet for six hundred, yeah. you, you, you like your chances. Okay. <laughs> in all serious, in all serious, though, no, because of your academic prowess, you feel like you've been able to absorb Brandon Staley's system relatively quickly, as well as your experience at Ohio State playing in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I'm behind at all. It's just uh, mm -hmm. I like being on the level where I know what I'm doing. I know what everybody around me is doing. And I'm not exactly there yet, but um, I feel like I have a solid foundation in, like, what I'm supposed to be doing um, and trying to hone mm -hmm. in on that right now. But, uh, but, yeah, I think I've been picking it up great. What makes his scheme safety friendly? Because I know John Johnson seems to think he's going to thrive in this defense. There have been all pros at safety in Chicago and Denver under Brandon and Vic Fangio, whose tree he comes off of. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I would say our, our eyes are able to be on the quarterback a whole bunch. So, uh, I mean, if you have your eyes on the quarterback, you're able to see where the ball's going to go. So, I mean, you have the opportunity to be around the ball a lot. So, I think that's where that comes from. But uh, today your eyes were all on the Buda Baker contract, right? You took him off the quarterback to see the news around the National Football League at your position? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh that's very nice. I want that market to keep going up. There you that. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, hey, I wonder how your, your friends and former teammates in Columbus are doing with this really difficult decision the Big Ten made not to play this fall. I mean, can you imagine what it's like being back there on, on campus and having that opportunity postponed for the time being? Yeah, I, I really can't. And um, I was paying close attention to them, too. Um, one of my best friends from Ohio State, he's a captain there, Jonathan Cooper, a uh, great leader, um, great player, too. So watch out for him. But uh, I don't know, I was just talking to him on the phone, and he's, he's kind of crushed right now. Uh, talk to uh, the next upcoming starting safety. Ohio State has uh, everybody's just upset, and they felt like like the protocols they had in place were were the right ones, and they felt safe in the facility and and all that kind of stuff. And feel like being in the facility is probably the safest place to be, honestly, playing football and stuff. So um, having that taken away didn't really make sense to them. Doesn't really make too much sense to me when you see everybody else playing as well and they're doing it safely. So um, I mean, ho hopefully. Uh, the Big Ten comes with some answers and they're more transparent with their uh, their decisions because they haven't been so far. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just praying for them and hopefully they can get the season rolling pretty soon because, I mean, <laughs> Ohio State, they want that natty, so. 
We need it. Well, and I've been to the horseshoe for the big game. I've seen what that's like, 110,000 plus on game day. The Rams just announced no fans at SoFi Stadium until further notice to begin your season. How much of a disappointment and how different will that be for you? It's going to be very different. Um, I don't even know what that's going to even feel like, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, I'm still I'm still very excited. I know, I know a bunch of people are going to be watching us on TV, so uh, we'll be ready to put on the show. Did that excitement level take a jump after seeing SoFi Stadium in person over the weekend? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Because I, I saw a bunch of videos and pictures of, like, SoFi before, but – in person, it's completely different. Like, it, it actually really blew me away. It's, it's ridiculous. What Can't was your, put it into words, really. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was just, like, walking out onto the field for the first time and just seeing, like, how massive it was and just imagining just it filled with fans and all that is just – it feels like it would be electric, it would be loud. It would, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be the real deal for sure. One more Ohio State thought. I took a glance down the early schedule to see when you might collide with a former Buckeye teammate. And uh, Washington week five, so early in your NFL career. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with Chase Young, but that's one that I certainly see. Is that on your radar at all? Oh, it definitely is. And um, they also got Terry McLaurin and Dwayne Haskins. He was my roommate freshman and sophomore year. So I got a few guys I know. I'm, I'm excited to play them for sure. And it's, it's going to be a good time. No doubt. I figured that special one for you. Yeah. Very okay. Good. As we wind down, you've referenced your uh, your family a little bit, and I promised myself I wouldn't ask about Sinbad because I know you're sick of being asked about that <laughs> family right. connection. Like literally everyone who's okay. interviewed you has. Instead, I thought I would go down this path. Which mother, a terrific singer and performer, singing the national anthem at SoFi Stadium games. Well, I'm sorry. Did you say would she be willing, or how would I feel about it? Either or. Give us both answers. Is that something she would consider, and would that be special for you? Uh, I definitely think that's something she would consider. It, w it would be special to me. It would be. Um, that's awesome. Just, just, just seeing her out there in her element, is it's always good. Always really cool. We, we might have to make that happen. And you also – I think we did. You also reference your love for music. I wonder if you had to sing or do stand-up. Which do you think you would be more comfortable or natural doing? Ooh. Man, you might be giving my teammates some ideas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to plead the fifth. I'm going to plead the fifth on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've had your rookie orientation yet, but they might be putting you to the test before too much longer. <laughs> yeah. Last for me, uh, your older brother, Dad, has connections to Los Angeles, played at UCLA, uh, then with the Falcons. Is he now getting into coaching at IMG? Yeah, he's at IMG now. He's he's really enjoying it. Um, I talk to him every, almost every day, and he's, like, so excited about the all the young receivers they have, some guys that are under the radar, some guys that already are four or five stars or whatever. But, uh, yeah, he's enjoying it. He has so much knowledge. Um, I know it's going to be a really good journey for him. He's one of my best friends, too, so seeing him thrive is one of my <laughs> – I love it. Well, you've got a couple of games on the road in Florida this year, too. I hope conditions permit him to maybe uh, make a quick trip to Tampa Bay or Miami and see you in person. 
Uh, on behalf of all the uh, Bruins in LA, send them our best too. And um, thank you so much, Jordan, for spending some time after practice getting to know on this podcast. For sure. For sure. No doubt. Thanks for having me. All right. We wish you all your best. We wish you all the best in your rookie season and to our audience. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, especially if you enjoyed our conversation with Jordan Fuller so that you can be notified when the next episode is available. We'd also love it if you took a moment now to let us know that you're listening by rating us and leaving a review. We appreciate those. Those go a long way. For Jordan Fuller, Rudy, Jory, Tiffany, and Avery, and everyone who contributed to this podcast, I'm JB Long, and this is Rams Revealed.